Welcome back to the podcast. So today's episode, I want to start with a PSA. And that is, do not smoke. Smoking cigarettes is harmful to your health. They lead to many sorts of ailments, cancer, heart attacks, and death. They are expensive, and they will almost certainly cut your life short. So I want to say that. And I guess I dedicate this episode to my old boss, Dave. My boss, Dave, just passed away. He passed away, I think, nine days ago. I was going to record this last week, like, while we were in the midst of it. But then I was kind of like, every day it was, like, slightly new developments. And I'm like, I'm just going to wait until I sort of know the most. And uh, I can sort of wrap it up. But, yeah, my boss died almost out of nowhere. It was out of nowhere for me, but in hindsight, I think I maybe was slightly just out of the loop. And I think, well, the rest of my store might have known a little bit more that he was ill. And, well, I'll get into it later, but I worked with his son. And I'm curious what his son knew ahead of what we did. Because to me, it totally uh, blindsided me. But the way I, I work is I, I'm a delivery driver, so I show up in the morning and I get my run, like it's all listed out of where I'm going. It's all listed by Dave has been for a long time. And then sometimes I see Dave. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I have a question. Sometimes he has a question for me. And then, so in the morning I see him most days, but not every day. And then I'm gone until I get back in the afternoon. And then Again, I see him most days, kind of give him the briefing of anything he needs to know about what happened, if there's any hiccups uh, or whatever. And sometimes he'll see me, and then that's it. I'm gone. So I've known Dave for 16 years, but like I'm, I hardly spend any time at work and not with him. So this is so strange. And it's quite a bummer. Like I said, I've known him for 16 years, but... Everybody else, like, we have a sales staff upstairs. We have essentially, like, two offices that are separated by a door. And each office has, like, two workspaces in it. So the four people upstairs, they work, like, all side by side. So they were working, like, right with Dave. And uh, I guess lately he'd been missing work or leaving work early or whatever because he had a few doctor's appointments but i was like whatever people go to the doctor all the time i didn't think that much into it and then he also had like a bunch of dentist appointments and shit like that that he was he was leaving work for so anyways again i didn't think that much of it but in hindsight i guess i should have so he okay so i'll just i'll kind of go into the story of it so it was a so it's now two weeks ago. So, or it's been nine days. But anyways, the Friday, like Monday through Friday, like two weeks ago, was like a normal, total normal week. And I saw Dave every day and he seemed fine. And then he left early on Friday and then I guess he went to the hospital because I guess he was in pain. He was like physically in pain. And so he, he went to the hospital. I guess he originally had plans to go work on his cabin. But then like upstairs, they were like, 
I have no idea. Like, ASU's clearly in pain. They're like, I don't know what you think you're going to do at the cabin, but all you can do is, like, lay on the floor and hope it gets built. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, anyways, he ended up leaving that Friday and either went to the hospital that day, the next day, or maybe Sunday. But I come in on Monday morning and, well, Ryan is on vacation, which is my boss's son who I work with. And it's just the two girls upstairs and everybody looks sad. Um, and then they gave me the scoop that he was in the hospital and whatever. And then they were like very, very worried. And I was like very, like pretty optimistic. Again, like I guess I was, I was the one that was totally in the dark. But I was like, even if it's bad, like almost everybody that goes to the hospital comes out of the hospital and lives for... Even if it's really bad, like they get some sort of treatment, and even if it was like hypothetically terminal cancer, they come out and they survive a while. Like I know people that have been like dying of cancer for like years, and they say they had terminal cancer, and then they continue existing. And like you know, I uh, so I was very optimistic. I was trying to talk everybody down on Monday because they're very worried, and then we get a little bit of news trickling in. Um. On Tuesday, I guess we sort of found out that he had spots on his liver. And I don't fully know exactly what that means, but obviously it's not good. And um, I don't know if we even knew if they were cancer at that point in time. But we just knew it wasn't good. And then again, so Ryan had come in that day to, (laughs) I guess to help the chaos. Because it was total chaos mode. No one knows how to run the store. Uh, literally everything that happens in the store is done by Dave. So it was total chaos on Monday. So anyways, Ryan comes in on Tuesday and again, I don't think everyone was, well, the way it played out, I don't think anyone was expecting this on Tuesday. And then again, I was optimistic. And then, you know, that's when I heard that he had spots on his liver and I'm like, well, you know, obviously that sounds bad, but. You know, Lance Armstrong won the Tour de France after having cancer. Uh, I was like, my mom uh, is a breast cancer survivor. My aunt, uh, lots of people like survive cancer. Like it's not the death sentence, and even if it is, it's like, uh, you know, hopefully it's not, you know, immediate. And then he, Ryan told me he's like, well, I heard about this guy that went to, or and last person I knew that had cancer went in the hospital and they died two months later. And I was like, well. Yeah, I'm trying to be optimistic here, so I wouldn't think like that. And then Wednesday, Ryan was off again, and that was another clue that it wasn't good. And then we had heard more whispers, and I think at that point we knew that he had cancer, and that it was, like, bad. You know? Like, that was, you know, it's almost certain. I think it was Wednesday we found out he had cancer, it was bad. And then Thursday was like, oh, yeah, it's it's terminal and it's going to be quick. So, again, this it was Monday. We find out Dave is well, he's in hospital. He's sick. Tuesday, it's pretty serious. Wednesday, it's very bad. Thursday, it's terminal. And then a Friday, I guess. So we have a, a co-ownership situation. And then I uh, saw so other our own other owner phone and was like um well i guess he was coming down so he was coming down to go 
get a hotel in uh, Chilliwack and hopefully visit Dave before he passed. Was that was his words? Is hopefully see Dave? Or he said he was gonna come down, get a hotel in Chilliwack, hopefully see Dave, and then he was gonna be in on Monday to work to like get everything uh, situated because there's like a lot of business stuff that we have no idea how to do. Like they didn't even know how to get into the safe. Like there was so much going on. So, anyways. That was like the way he said, hopefully see Dave. It's like, hopefully see Dave. It's like, well, if you're driving down, you're either you have the plan to see him. So you're going to see him or, you know, is he not going to make it? And then it turns out he wasn't going to make it. So he passed on Friday night. It was what I got the word. So I got the <clears throat> the word on Saturday. I got a text from my coworker and she's like, hey. You probably know why I'm texting you, but uh, feel free to call me or text me when you're ready. So, obviously, I texted him. I'm like, oh, yeah, obviously, it sounds like Dave must have passed. And she's like, yeah, last night. So, that, and that's, frankly, all the details I know about that. Like, I don't know if it was uh, last night as in um, during the night or if he passed in the evening. But, again, it was – he was literally – at work on Friday and then the next Friday he passed passed away on Friday night literally seven days from leaving work seemingly to me totally totally normal to being dead uh boom like it came fast and it was it was honestly surreal and it's one thing too like I said like I've known Dave for 16 years um, Linda, oh, I, I don't know if I should name everybody, whatever. <laughs> Linda, who has worked there almost the same amount of time as me, or whatever, get, whatever, maybe longer, maybe shorter, I can't remember, but damn near, you know, 15 years. Um, and then one of the other newer girls, she's been there for five years or something, and obviously she's known Dave. And then the other, other co worker upstairs, oh, and then, yeah, the other basement guy, he's been there longer than me, so he's known for like 17 years. And then uh, Ryan is his son. So it's like, I've known him for a long time, and it's a bummer. Like, obviously, it sucks when I see people die. And like, I'm, a, I'm a sensitive guy, but also, like, I'm kind of an asshole. <laughs> so, like, it, you know, it sucks, and I'm sad about it. But it's like, you know, I'm not, well, yeah, I, like, and I did shed a tear. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I didn't. But it's like, I'm not going to sit around and cry about it. But then we have one of our coworkers and essentially the one person that has the best ability to fill the shoes of Dave is Ryan. Who's just got absolutely rocked by the death of his dad. Um, and like I said, it, to me, it was crazy sudden. Uh, and it's hard for me to like process it, but then it would be so much crazier if it was your dad. And again, I don't know maybe if he knew a little bit more going into this. Because like I said, he had been going to um, the doctor. And I feel like maybe he had maybe mentioned, they must have like, you know, talked about it. Say, hey, I'm going to the doctor. Like, I think something's wrong. Uh, You know, so maybe he did know a little bit. But to me, it came out of absolutely nowhere. All of a sudden, his dad was... There and then his dad died. And he's 23, by the way. And Dave was 50. So again, don't smoke. 
he, uh, yeah, 50 years old, leaves a 23-year-old son and a 21-year-old son. And the 23-year-old, like I said, I, I work with him. And I guess he's now going to inherit the business. So I, I really wanted to actually, I sort of wanted to ask him, like, what's the deal? Like, what do you, like, are you... Are you taking over the business? Like, what's what's going on? Like, I just curious. But I on Monday, I just I didn't want to ask him. And then Tuesday, which was today, I I did in the morning. I didn't have the opportunity to ask. And then I never went back in the afternoon. And I don't really know. But I he he did drive the well. He drove Dave's truck in, which I guess is now it's a company truck. So now he's driving that in. So it's like I guess he now owns the company truck because i think he's gonna be the largest shareholder of our company now uh he does have a younger brother which i'm assuming is gonna get some sort of part of the business but ryan should be i assume inheriting you know the majority of the business i'm kind of guessing maybe it's like 66 to 33 percent kind of thing um and then we have our old co-owner but he's 70 and he actually came in today or came in this week but he still owns a portion of it i thought they were 50 50 but that was like three years ago and then i guess dave has been like slowly buying him out with the income he earned on his own portion of the business but now like with the death it's like i don't know if the if the agreement to sell is like um if it's like goes ahead anyways that was one of the crazy things too it's like we're a small business and then our owner and main employee biggest employee most crucial employee he dies suddenly and now the whole business is in it's up in the air right like i'm personally not really that concerned about my job because frankly if i had to i know i could find another job um and frankly, I think I could probably find a better job, uh, arguably. Depends how you want to look at it. Because this job is, like, nice because I I don't usually work full day. And I have a company van that I drive to and from work. But I could probably find a higher-paying job relatively easy. But all my old, my coworkers are older. Like, one guy I work with is 58. It's like nobody really wants to hire a 58-year-old warehouse worker. Right? Like, it's, you're just a lot less desirable as an employee. And, like, Linda's, like, she said she's 61. It's, like, no one wants to hire a 61-year-old retail worker, right? Like, and she has a a big skill set, specifically in our industry. But it's just not an industry that translates to almost any other company, you know? So, it's, yeah, it's it would be a real bummer, but... There's like no real reason other than our owner died. There's no real reason to for our business to shut down. It's like we are going strong. We have our whole warehouse is, is chock full. We've taken over the warehouse next door. We have five offsite storage lockers. And like we're going strong. So I assume it's just kind of like even like right away when I heard the news and I was like, I was bummed out, but also like think practically like think about myself it's like is is the business gonna be good it's like yeah there's no there's no reason why the business isn't gonna continue on and frankly like i think 
if Ryan does become the owner, he's in a good position. He's 23 and he's in, inheriting a fully functioning business. And frankly, he most likely just got himself a big raise and a company vehicle, right? And obviously, obviously, this is not the way you want that to happen. And it's you would never choose to. Like, obviously, it's terrible, to, terrible for him. He, like, just lost his dad. But, you know, the practical moving forward sense, because so you can't just cry about it forever, and you got to move forward. And move forward, I think he's actually going to be in a pretty good shape to, like, succeed in life. Like, I think he's going to be, yeah, I, like I said, I think he's going to be the biggest shareholder of a company. And now he's essentially the shop manager, store manager, whatever. He runs the business. He's going to have a company vehicle. Um, You know, you know, I think, frankly, he might even get some sort of life insurance money. And I wonder, too, like if that changes the way the whole buyout system goes. Like, I wonder if he gets if he gets, you know, a big payout plus inherits the business if he has enough money to then buy out or other part owner, I don't know. It's still strange. Like you said, it's still, it was literally nine days ago. Hold on. It says nine days ago that he went to the hospital. So like, I, as I, as I record this, I still have, um, there's just like quite a few like unanswered questions, but you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't really want to ask them, but like, I've been, I've been doing my best to be, uh, pretty lighthearted and like joking around and uh, you know know your role is kind of what I always say with stuff so like at work it's like I'm I'm a delivery driver I deliver boxes that's what I say I, I don't really know what's in the boxes so like I deliver lights so I don't really know anything about lights which is not entirely true I know well, frankly I know more than you do about lights I know way too much about lights but I don't know anything about the business. I've never sold a light. I don't know how to price the fixtures. I don't know anything. I don't know how to work a cash register. I have zero interest in it. And obviously I am personable and I could sell lights if I had to, if I wanted to learn, but I don't, but, um, but know your role. So like now we're all of a sudden we're in chaos mode and it's like, I can't, I can't do anything to make your job easier, but it's like, I'll be there. And I'll, well, I'll try to be optimistic, which was my first plan. And then it's like, I'll kind of make light of the situation and like, you know, uh, just try to cheer everybody up in the best way. Cause like <laughs> last week they were not doing good. And it's like, yeah, the two girls, they were, they were super stressed. And then also like Linda, she had to deal with, um, she was the one that was getting the information. So I guess Dave's ex-wife was texting Linda, giving us updates. She was texting our other owner, and he was sort of giving her... Well, I think she kind of gave him updates, and then he kind of gave her information. She was sort of the one running the store, but it kind of just ran itself, and it was like just pure chaos mode. Anyways, they were very stressed, and we were open Monday to Friday, so they had to pull she had or they had to both had to pull six day weeks. But I was like, hey, I'm you know I will say 
you guys have my blessing to close on thir- Saturday. And if anyone gets in trouble, like I'll take the heat, you know? And I was going to phone her up their owner and just say like, Hey, these girls are, they deserve to have a day off. Like, is there any reason why we can't? But then it ended up, I guess Dave passed on Friday. So our other owner was in on Saturday anyway. So it's, I, I don't even know if they're closed or open, but it was, I guess, total, total uh, chaos that day or whatever. But just, just strange times. But it was uh, just an unreal week. And, uh, yeah, just, it was been, it's been so strange. And, like, myself, like, obviously, I'm, I'm fine. Like, I, um, I, well, today I had to do, today was, like, my first, like, the biggest delivery day I've had of, this whole nine day period, which is seven work days. This was the busiest I've been. And I've went to a few job sites. The one guy I delivered to, uh, one of our electricians, he's known Dave for 25 years or something like that. He estimated. So I had to tell him the story. And like some people just kind of need to know the details, but then some of these people, like I said, 25 years, it's like, Oh, I, you know, I kind of got to give him the, the full story and i'll probably overshare too i'm probably oversharing right now on this podcast but frankly none of you guys know where i work and if you do it doesn't really matter but yeah i did explain the story and it's like you know i can tell the whole story and i'm not uh i don't well up or anything like that just like on last week i think i had like a a decent little cry on wednesday maybe it was ah, wednesday or thursday i was talking to my sister telling the story and I got some like sort of like medical. Uh, uh, so my sister's a nurse. I think you've heard her on here, but I got some like medical information. They're like, oh, they're waiting on this test, and I heard that is. Oh, well, I whatever his, god dang it, not sodium. His, his potassium was high, so I had that information. So I told my sister, I'm like, hey, like, what does that mean? And then. She was like, oh, yeah, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. When cells die, they, like, release potassium. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds like he's dying. And then she's like, yeah, yeah, it does. It sounds like he's got, like, you know, I think she wanted to make me feel better. But, again, I'm I'm fine if I can hit me with the news. And then she's like, you know, I see we're probably talking, like, weeks or months. And I was like, holy shit, like, that's crazy. But I think she was probably thinking more like a week or two. And then, uh, yeah, and then we were just talking about it. And I was talking about, uh, you know, Ryan and how it affects the workplace. And all I've known him and all that stuff like that. And then that day I had like a little, uh, I say cry, but like, <laughs> I was not like I was uh, bawling my eyes out or anything. But he just well up a couple times. And, and then I, when I gave Ryan his hug on Monday... I welled up again. He said, "What he said he was cried out," and I was like, "Yeah, well, fuck me too." But um, we'll save that for the funeral if there's one. <laughs> but I was like, I kind of had a feeling I was gonna cry when I saw you, and as I'm like saying it, I'm like choking up, and then uh, you know just shed a couple tears, but just literally just a couple, and then he's the same way. And then by Monday afternoon, it was kind of like he was busy doing stuff, which I think is frankly <laughs> the. In my mind, it's like a guy that just, like, doesn't deal with stuff. <laughs> just move on. And, like, he's got work to do. Like, he just inherited a business. He's now in charge. He's got so much shit to do. It's like, 
you have so much stuff to do at least it'll distract you and keep your mind off of um you know the situation because it's no no way around it for him like specifically it's an absolute fucking bummer like you know he's 23 his dad was 50 and you know kind of even if it wasn't as surprising as it was to me like he might have known a little bit going in it was pretty much out of nowhere like like it was a it was a cancer death. I don't know if I said that, but he had, I guess he had spots on his liver, which means he had liver cancer. He had lung cancer. He had fucking cancer on the spine, and that's just honestly all I know. But I frankly he might have had more, um, but it doesn't really seem like a cancer death because it came on so quickly. It seemed more like a heart attack even. Or like an accident, like if he was in a fatal car accident, um, you know that seems more more on the timeline, right? Like it it happens, boom, we're here one day, gone the next, right? But cancer, like in my head, cancer's a long, prolonged battle. It's fucking, you know, losing your hair, losing the weight, slowly sinking away, and then eventually dying, usually with a lot of pain. And he might have died with pain. I have no idea. But it's usually like a long protracted... In my head, at least, it's like a long protracted battle. Um, But yeah, this just kind of like flipped the switch. Like I said, it was a week from going to the hospital to dying. It was a week or less. Because I'm not sure what day he went in. It was either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. And then, yeah, I died on Friday. So... Yeah. So anyways, like I said, there's no, no fucking... No way it actually hasn't absolutely shook Ryan. Like, that's, that's rough, man, when you're 23. And obviously, at the end of the day, too, like, um, all you can do is move forward. And there's people that lose their dad um, way before 23, you know. Some people lose them at 20. Some people lose them at 12, 10. Some people lose their dad as, like, an early child, which I assume is harder. People lose multiple dads, multiple parents, right? All, all that stuff. So, you know, and he seemingly is put into a, a good position. So it it could be way worse. So, like, obviously it's not good, but, you know, the pain will slowly dissipate. And then when it does, it's like, you know, it could be worse, which, you know, yeah, all you, all you can do is kind of be positive and move on. But it was just been absolute, absolute uh, chaos at work. Like, it was, uh, oh, yeah, last week is like a total nightmare. And like you said, I've been I've been pretty good. But I think my coworkers probably have been, well, they, they took it hard. But also, like, they're just more stressed out about, like, the what's going to happen, what are we going to do. Our our owner comes in. He's got like a reputation of being <laughs> crazy and loud and uh, angry, and, and then he's getting parachuted in. I made the joke. I made the joke too. Um, again, know your role. I'm trying to keep it light, so I just kind of make fun of him that he's trying to sell lights, but he doesn't even know what the fucking LED light <laughs> LED light bulb is. And then he's like, I know what an LED light bulb is. I just don't know shit about him, and then we're like having a good laugh or whatever. So they're all worried about having to work with him, and he's gonna do this, he's gonna do that, and uh, I frankly I just don't really feel that. Like I'm not at all worried about our store, our business going under. 
And Frank Lake said, if I had to, I could move on. And the worst case scenario, I got a van I could live into. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I, like I said, I was not worried about what was going to happen. I was like, whatever, you know, he's going to come down. And then Ryan's going to step up. And then we're just going to continue on the business as usual. Like, they're the ones that are going to have to work. And then I get in on Monday. And like I said, we have three off-site stores lockers. And then, so, like, the first news was, like, you know, yeah, this happened. I don't really know what to say. Blah, blah, blah. The awkward fucking meeting. Uh, like how, how do you talk about it, right? It's just strange. No one's really been in this position before. And then he was like, the off-site storage lockers are all in Dave's name. So you have to, or we kind of, they can't, that stuff can't stay there. Because I guess legally everything's, in the business is like protected it's owned by the business which is then governed by the will the lawyers whatever it's all protected uh as a business asset but the stuff in the storage locker was under dave's name and it was on i guess dave put it on his credit card every month to the five storage lockers so that shit is his so i guess theoretically there's the potential of that stuff getting all like locked up and then we wouldn't as the business have access to it and we could probably gain access to it eventually but there's a chance that the estate i guess the estate gets fucking whatever it has i don't even i don't even know but anyway so it was just like the news was monday hey we got to get five storage lockers worth of stuff which is so much stuff and he's like, we got to get that out, and we got to find somewhere else to go because that needs to come out ASAP. How many van loads do you think that is? I'm like, fuck, I think that's got to be going to be 30-plus van loads. And he's like, oh, do you think it'll all fit in the showroom? We have, like, an extra well, – not an extra. It's a current functioning showroom. But he's like, if we clear out some of these chandeliers in here, can we load it all into here? And you're, like, looking at this room, you're like, I don't. I don't think that's going to fit. And B, this is going to be the absolute worst possible job. Like, this is going to suck so bad. You're either coming up the stairs on the back deck with so much stuff. I can't, like, so much. Five storage lockers. Like, oh, nightmare. Or you have to park it on the front and come in through the small man door. And that is just another. It was just going to be. Uh, terrible it's like oh oh my god it's so so awful and then it kind of just like oh i was like like i said i was positive going into that and then i was like oh this is gonna be way worse than i envisioned and then i started thinking about it i was like oh you know i could be get some of that stuff out of there sent to job sites there's some of it that could be dealt with and then anyways by the time i got back i think once they realized I had to set him straight, you know, how much stuff there was. I think he realized that we needed to find a better solution. And they did. And they just re redid the whatever. Put it on a new credit card. Put it under Steve's lighting. Oh, I shouldn't have said my business name. Put it under our store's name. And then they just moved forward. Like, I don't know if the stored locker company was supposed to do that. But uh, they did. And then, yeah, it was all, all systems go. And then after that, it was just like, you know. We had to, I guess they had to send out like a mass email to all the site contacts that they thought that might need to know the information, which it definitely did not go to everybody that would need it because I went to site today and like I said, I, I talked to one guy 
and gave him like the whole story. He's known Dave for 25 years. Like gave him the whole story, talked to him or whatever, yada yada yada. And he got the email, but then he said like it bounced back. He was I don't I don't really know. I don't even email, so I don't even know how that shit works. And then and then I went to another site. And then it was just a young guy, but he's been dealing with Dave for a few years now. And he didn't know, but I guess the electricians found out. So on their mass email, they had emailed I guess one of the, one or two of the electricians, and then they had told their, like the site guy. So I just went in there. I told them like you know it, what had happened. Uh, that we're all business as usual. Nothing should suffer. But I just you know hey, you guys should be, just be, proactive. So if you need something, give us a try to give us a little bit a little bit of time if you can or whatever. Uh, we're working through, there's no reason why we can't continue with our good service. And then, uh, yeah, but he, yeah, he'd only heard through. So they send out a mass email and then it's like, then they sat and everyone that got the email wanted to like send their own, they want to say something, right? Cause everybody, everybody, when there's like a death, everybody wants to say something and they want to be supportive or whatever. Which is great, but also, like, you're making it worse. Now I have to talk to everybody, and they tell me how sorry I am. It's like, well, now I feel fucking bad for myself. And meanwhile, I could have just, like, not talked to you and then uh, fucking moved on on my own. In my own little way, right? <clears throat> so, I think we're probably going to get inundated with flowers and shit at work. And d- donuts, which I'm, like, half excited for and half, like, I do not want to get it. But that's, like, everyone's going to want to buy us cookies and... We have, like, a lot of designers that are uh, women. And uh, this is stereotyping, but that's what I do on this podcast. They like to bake us cookies, you know, and they're maternal and they want us to feel better. So, like, I think they're going to, you know, start giving us a bunch of treats and stuff like that. Which, again, like I said, it'll be nice, but also, like, (laughs) that's the last thing we need right now. Um, Other than a smoke. But again, it makes you think, like I said, he was 50 years old. I'm 34. You know, that's not, that's not as far away as I want to believe, you know? And like myself, like I'm, I'm 300 pounds. I'm fucking fat. I need to lose weight. I need to exercise. And like, what am I doing? Uh, like, you know, it's, you know, putting your own health at risk. Like, you know, I, I have to do better. Like I need to work out. I need to eat some fucking vegetables. Like, what am I doing? Like, you're, I'm just wasting away my life, which is like all you got, by being out of shape and eating junk food. And like Dave, I said it was a smoking, but Dave ate junk food. No, I say junk food. He ate fast food like almost every day. And some days it wasn't like, I guess some days he would pack a lunch, but he ate three and a half days a week. And the entire time I've known him, he ate fast food. Like, he always did. Sometimes, I guess, it was, like, Chinese food. So, it wasn't really fast food, but it was, like, you know, still probably not healthy. He wasn't eating salads. And, again, he was, like, he smoked a lot. So, he ate fast food. He smoked. He worked all the time. And, yeah, that's what he did. And then, I think he probably drank a little on the weekends to, uh... 
I guess to ease the uh, stress. So it's like, yeah, I ate, drank, or ate, ate fast food, drank, smoked, and worked. And then it's like uh, we were kind of reminiscing, you know, about, um, you know, it was like stories of Dave. And it was like, oh, he was having a smoke, and then this happened. And oh, yeah, just <laughs> all of these like stories kind of revolved around him smoking because he was always smoking. He well, I like I don't really know how much like a pack a day is, but I feel like he was smoking two cigarettes an hour at work, at least. And like, I don't know, some days he probably doesn't smoke a whole thing because if somebody came in or a phone call, he'd smoke half, put it out, and then twenty minutes later he'd be smoking another one. And I think he he always went in early. He was there at like uh, I started eight. I think he started at like. 6.30 or 7 or whatever, he was there. And uh, I assume he had a couple smokes but on the drive to work there. So if he's there 10 hours a day, he's smoking at least a pack of cigarettes at work. And then when he's at home, like he, I'm assuming he doesn't shut it off. Like I'm not a smoker, but I'm assuming you're keeping up close to that pace. So you're probably talking at least another five, maybe 10 cigarettes in the evening. Plus if you're drinking, like, you know, half a Mickey of rum. I, I don't even know for sure if he was, you know, if that was the case. But, you know, he was a high school dropout. So it's like you don't drop out of high school if you weren't smoking cigarettes. You know, like I feel like nobody drops out of high school if they're eating salad and, like, doing homework. You're smoking cigs. You're partying. You, you know... That's, that's what you're doing. That's what ends up leading you to drop out of school. So I think he had to have been smoking probably from when he was like, give or take 15, until he died at 50. So that's 35 years of like heavy smoking. And then we were talking about the smoke, and I was like, you know, don't smoke. Everyone said something. I was like, don't smoke. And then they're like, oh, you think that's what it was? It's like, yeah, you cannot smoke. Or I shouldn't say you cannot. You almost certainly can't smoke fucking heavy for 35 years, die of like full body cancer, and for the smoking to not have been the problem. Like, yeah, smoking is fucking terrible. It causes cancer. And that's what happens when you die of 50. And it's like a total bummer. Because it's like, I wondered if you if you worked less, you know? Does that lead to less stress? And does less le- less stress lead to less smoking? And then, frankly, does less smoking lead to even less stress and, like, better health? And then more health leads to, you know, like, is that more of a positive feedback loop? But it's like he was <laughs> – he worked all the time. He worked, like I said, 10 hours a day. Um, I think sometimes – at some point he was working, like, six days a week. But I think that – lessened over time and then he's been like I said trying to well first he whatever trying to run the business and then he's trying to own the business and that once you're owning a business like it's a lot of fucking work even this podcast is too much work for me to handle I can't even put out a podcast every week and this is like (laughs) this is like a pretend pretend business and yeah he's running a business multiple employees all that stuff six days a week ten days 
whatever. I screwed that up. Six days a week, 10 hours a day, all that's all that time working. And then he finally got to the point where he's like low key kind of killing it. And like he had enough money. He had this, he had a cabin getting built. He just renovated his house big time. He's got enough money. He can go on vacations. He can do all that stuff. And then, yeah, he's dead. Boom. You know, he was literally, so this is another one of those crazy things. He literally went for a motorcycle test, allegedly at least. He said he, he was booked for a motorcycle test on Wednesday. And then he went to it. He failed. Apparently he left its turn signal on a bunch of times, which I guess is a thing. Um, but then Friday is the day he left work to go home and potentially go to the hospital. So nine days before he died, he took a motorcycle test because he's like said, he's 50. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to get a motorcycle and, uh, you know, live life. And then boom, you fail your test and then you die. Like, it's just crazy. And like I said, yeah, 50 years old, like just crazy. And yeah, just crazy. I've said it's crazy so many times, but it, it was just crazy. And then, like I said, yeah, having Ryan there, who's like, yeah, and all of a sudden his dad's dying. Like, the weirdest thing I've ever had to deal with at work was the weird breakup between two coworkers, and then one of them turned out to be gay, and that's why they broke up. And that was, like, a lot to take in because, one, all of a sudden they're both upset. They're both needing time off. So our staff got cut in half. Then we came back, and it's super awkward because they – yeah they're working together they just dated forever like it's just strange but yeah now it's like this situation it's like our staff got cut in half and then the one guy that we desperately need to come back it's like well he's his dad just died so he's not in the best of head spaces it's just like oh just crazy but yeah i don't really know i'm like i said i'm doing pretty good i'm talking to you now and I, I went camping on uh, Friday, no, Saturday. So in my head, I was like, I'm going to go camping on Friday. I had a feeling I was going to get off early, which I frankly should have, could have got off early. But then it was like, uh, they all kind of wanted me there for moral support. I definitely did not do a lot of working. Because if I'm there, we're just we're just talking about it. and <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're just all talking about it. So I just kind of stayed there with nothing to do. Hung out, did a few things. I had to write a list. Like every job site that I go to, I had to write down and write the location because Dave made my run every day. So he scheduled everything. So if job site A needs something on Monday, job site B needs something Tuesday, he whatever plans it all. But he's the only one that knows where every job site is other than me. And I don't I don't plan it because I'm gone all day. So I had to write a list of every job site where it is and then every pickup location i pick up at a bunch of warehouses i had to write one of those down because it's like information that nobody knows <laughs> so it's like we're trying to come up with stuff to be like be helpful and stuff like that and like we actually it's one of those things too i wonder like i wonder how much he knew going into this but we just recently have done a like a big inventory we listed everything so we're like so we have one job site in a soyuz which is 54 units and it's literally going to take a year plus to get built um 
I don't know that as a fact, but that's what I think. About a year. But we have every unit stashed away in one of our stores lockers. And we have a whole huge condo building and townhouse project that's all connected. We have all those lights. We have multiple other projects. We have all the stuff in storage and in our warehouse and stuff like that. And we just recently had to lit, like make a list of everything. Because I guess he had a half list of like what he thought was here, what wasn't there. And he wanted to like get stuff ordered and all that shit. So it's like we made all these lists. And now it's like, huh. I wonder if he deep down knew something knew that he was like these lists might be necessary moving forward for either someone else to take take it over or just what the inventory was and uh you know even if we're if hypothetically if we're getting put up for sale by our our new by ryan his the our new half owner and then our old owner if we're going to get put up for sale, it's like we need to know all the inventory or whatever. So it's like I wonder if he knew more than uh, he got put in. But we've been doing all these all these lists. We like list everything that we, you know, what we have, what we need. There's so much stuff and we're just trying to plan. But <laughs> it's just been strange. But, yeah, I was just kicking it on Friday. And then I thought I was going to get out of there for like noon. But then I ended up being, I didn't get out of three yesterday or close to three because I stayed in. You know, try to make everybody feel better, because that's what I do. And then I was going to go camping that night, but by the time I got out of there, I was like, I just did not. And this, I did, so I, at this point, I didn't know that Dave was going to die that night. I knew it was bad. Um, and I, I even said, like, on Friday, I was like, I think it's like a 60% chance we're here on Monday and Dave has passed. And then one of the girls was like, yeah, I think it's higher. And then later we heard that our other owner was going to try to see Dave that night. So we put the odds even lower. <clears throat> so anyways, I was, I was going to go camping, but then Friday night, I was like, that ain't fucking happen. I'm going to sit, sit around and eat my feelings. So I did. I just had a bunch of junk food and whatever. And then, uh, on Saturday, I was like, okay, you know, I, since I waste away Friday, I'm going to go Saturday, do a little solo camp, take the dog, clear my head, all that jazz. And I ended up, I did that, but I moped around for a while. I talked to Dustin on the phone for a while. Um, yeah, just, honestly, I had the same podcast, but with Dustin on the phone. <laughs> and then we were just talking. Yeah, you know, I'll take care of yourself. Yeah, I'm going to go camping and clear my head, yada, yada, yada. So I went camping. I drove like an hour and a half, two hours away. Uh, one of my favorite little camp spots. I made a video of it, too, on my YouTube, Sarge Incorporated. And, uh, yeah, in my head, I thought I was going to clear my head. But then... With me, like, making a video, having the dog, by the time I left, it was, like, kind of late. So, it's not, I didn't have a lot of time to sit around. And, I'd be, like, I had stuff to do the whole time. I was looking after the dog, like, starting firewood. My, my, my stove broke, so I had to look, have a little fire to cook on. And then I had to make a second fire later to, you know, have a fire. And uh, it all snowballed. And I had, like, literally no, t- <laughs> I should say literally. I hardly had any time to, like, sit back and, like, reflect. <laughs> but I guess that's sort of what I... Ultimately, that's probably what I wanted to do when I was going camping is just to go do something. And, uh, yeah, keep my... I wanted to, like I said, I wanted to sort of reflect on it, but I had to keep my mind totally off of it by doing other stuff. But uh, it also, like you said, it made me think. Like I said, Dave was 50, and he fucking... He slaved away, man. He worked... 
his whole life. And he obviously got some things out of it and stuff like that. And he did things. He's been on trips before. The last trip he went to Vegas, he, he literally, well, maybe it was the last. It might have been not the last one, the one before. He did like to go to Vegas because I think he likes to drink and smoke and gamble. Anyways, he came back and he had this huge, like, scab on his face. Like, right below his eye, like, on his cheekbone. And I guess he got so drunk, he, like, fell on his face. And, like, it all, like I said, he got a wound. It was all scabbed up. And I, like, saw him on, the, like, the Monday after. And I, like, looked at him. I was like, look, I want to make fun of you for what you just did. <laughs> what you did. I don't even know what you did at this point. But I looked at him. And he just looked so, <laughs> so sad and pathetic. Probably hung over his shit coming back from Vegas. A Vegas he party so hard he fell like straight onto your face. Didn't he break your fall? I like looked at him. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not even gonna fucking mention it. You've been through too much. <laughs> and uh, yeah. Anyways, so he's been on like some vacations and they got a cabin up in there. But it's like he kind of set himself up for now, and then now never came. And it's like it just makes you think about what I'm doing. And like what I want to do is like I got to get out there. I want to I want to go camping. I want to see. I want to see Frank. I want to see BC. That's where I'm from. I want to see Canada. That's obviously also where I'm from. I want to camp. I want to camp in wild places. I want to camp in beautiful places. I want to see, you know, some historic places of the land that I call home. I want to you know maybe travel the world to a certain degree. There's so much stuff that I would like to do. And frankly, I don't have time to do it. Nor do I have the money. But, you know, do what you can do, man. Like, it's today was the first day of summer. And it's like, hey, we have three months of summer. Let's fucking take advantage of it. And, you know, because you don't know. Hey, this could be, you know, my last summer. This could be your last summer. You never know. You never know. So, like, don't fuck around. Like, take that trip that you want to go. If you want to, yeah, if you want to see fucking, if you want to hike the Appalachian Trail, hike the Appalachian Trail. If you want to canoe to Oregon, which I do, canoe to fucking Oregon. If you want to canoe the Byron Lakes, canoe the Byron Lakes. Hike the West Coast Trail. Go camping. Go to the beach. You know? Do that shit. Because you never know. You never know. And then, uh, yeah, especially, like I said, we're not all living the best. Like I say, don't smoke. Some of you guys listening probably smoke. And it's like, hey, you know, you might make it till 50. You've been smoking for 20 years, 15 years. You know, take that trip. Maybe quit smoking and then take that trip. Like, you know, don't waste your time. Don't fuck around. Like, if you got friends that you don't like, fuck them. Don't hang out with them. Like, why are you wasting your time hanging out with people that you don't really like? Doing shit you don't want to do? For what? You know? Fuck them. This is your time. And it's... Yeah, when you have a death that's close close to you... To me, that's like my absolute biggest takeaway. It's just you don't know. And just to fucking take advantage of it. Like, you know... It's great to, you know, live for later, like bank all this money, save retirement. But see, you're, you're not promised tomorrow. So fucking live for now, you know. Start that podcast. 
I waited 10 years to do this. Like, what a mistake. I should have started when the idea first came to my head. It's like, who cares? You know, do that thing. Whatever that thing is that you, you know, that you want to do, fucking do it. Take advantage of it. Don't, like I said, just do not waste your time. You know, because you never know. I feel like that's probably the best way to end this. Just a uh, little encouragement to go do some shit. And uh, that's what I plan on doing. I got mentally, I've I've already, uh, well, I went camping immediately post. I went to a little barbecue with my parents because it was like, <laughs> it was on Wednesday. They were coming down. I'm like, ah, the last thing I want to do is go to this little barbecue in the fucking rain at this campsite where my parents were at. And I'd just seen them twice in the last like two weeks. But then it's like I'm literally seeing my my boss die at 50. My parents are older. My parents are 65 and 63, respectively. And it's like I gotta go. I gotta go to the barbecue. And now it's like I think I'm probably gonna wind up going up there on Canada Day, and then you know expand that, do some sightseeing while I'm there. I think this weekend I'm probably gonna go to the beach. It's supposed to be 30 degrees for the first time ever. Our weather's been fucking terrible this year um <laughs> like it's been we've had a total failure to launch much like myself but total failure to launch with the weather and now it's 30 degrees it's like yeah it's 30 degrees it's been you've been summer's dragged its feet the whole time it's like go to the fucking beach go to the beach and go see your parents so yeah this weekend i got some shit to do next weekend's canada day i'm gonna go up, probably see my parents I'll probably talk about more on my podcast. Then after that, it's like, you know, hit the ground running. Summer started. We have three months of summer. Everybody does. That's how summer works. And uh, just, yeah, do some shit. Like, you know, if this was ever, yeah, if there's ever a summer that's good, you know, inspired to do something. It's the summer after someone kind of close to you fucking dies. And it's like, you know, yeah. So. That's the plan. I'm going to try to do as many things as I can. Try to make some podcasts. But frankly, the podcast is going to suffer. Because if I'm <clears throat> if I'm doing a lot of things. Um, I say um a lot. I got to fix that. If I'm doing a lot of things. I'm going to try to make a lot of YouTube videos. So follow my YouTube channel. The Sarge Incorporated. And I would like to make a podcast every week. But again. Um. Yeah, you're kind of like an upheaval mode too. But I'm trying to make as many as I can and watch my YouTube channel because I'm going to try to do things and do things, make videos. That's about it. So, yeah, with that being said, I just want to reinforce it again. Don't smoke. And you know what? Take that trip. Eat the cake. Do what you want to do. Do not waste your time because you never know. You are not guaranteed anything. Peace.